We uh, are in a very special moment at Heart of the City Church because I call it like the perfect moment or the perfect storm, Uh, not a storm in a bad way, but just everything that's going on in our world from kind of a unique election, to say the least, to terrorism and greed and broken families and broken relationships and just everything that's going on in our culture and society all around us broken lives and people people need answers they want to have answers and i want to let you know that the church still has the answer his name is j e s u s and i say that today because we have this opportunity that i think that god uses it's called easter or resurrection sunday i sense that in days to come you guys god's going to do something so beautiful he's going to pour out his spirit upon this generation in such a magnificent way Never know when that's going to happen. He's doing it in bits and pieces I, I see and sense. But, but Jesus used important times and seasons and moments. He said this, he said in uh, Luke 19, because you did not know the time of your visitation. I think that you and I need to seize the moment we're in. What moment are you talking about? God uses things like Easter and Resurrection Sunday to touch lives. I remember I was invited to church on an Easter Sunday when I was absolutely jacked up, even probably partying the night before, could have came into the church with a hung, just totally hung over. How many of you remember Miami Vice? You, how, many, how many of you remember, if you remember Miami Vice, raise your hand. Gosh, you young people. Ooh, wow. Try that again. Miami Vice, raise your hand. Man, that was an amazing show. I came into church with Miami Vice uh, suit on, total, I'm saying, G'd up from the feet, teal turquoise shirt probably, you know what I'm saying? And I hear about Jesus and, and worship, and man, I tell you what, I probably had the death grip on that pew in front of me. I... Uh, I didn't get saved that day, but it made an amazing impact on my life. Listen, we have an opportunity to just think about this, just a, a simple invitation. Look, a simple invitation that can change someone's life for eternity. Just by you inviting them. I had the opportunity to invite someone this week to Easter, spend a little time with the gentleman. You can do that. You can invite someone. They're going to hear the gospel Friday night in a different fashion. Friday night is, why, why is Friday called Good Friday? What's so good about that? Saturday night, I'm going to be preaching on darkness. Jesus would have been in the tomb, as it were. What does God do in a dark season of our soul? And then Sunday, uh, it is finished. What exactly is finished? Please take these with you. And invite some. How many of you think that you could invite someone this week? Just raise your hand. Peer pressure, conviction, Holy Ghost. Try that again. I didn't see this side. How many of you over here can invite someone? Praise God. Let's do that. I got a video right now, kind of a cool video, kind of a different video. If you'll show this, it's called Invitation. Check this out.
It's a proven fact that if you will just set with someone, they'll probably come to church with you. It's just like 80%. How many of you ever said, you know, God, connect me with a divine appointment today? How many of you have ever said that? I say don't pray that. I say you be the divine appointment. Tell your neighbor right now, you be the divine appointment. Stop praying about it, and you be the divine appointment. Amen? If we say we have the answers, which we do, that can change people's lives for eternity, which we do, then we should act like it. Tell your neighbor right now, be the divine appointment. Pray with me. We're going to dive into the word. Father, thank you for this time. Thank you for your precious presence. Thank you, Palm Sunday, that you're here, God. You're here. I know you're here. You're amongst us. Father, you want to speak to us, God. We want to be ones that say, Hosanna! Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Father, we want to usher you into Coeur d'Alene and Post Falls and Kootenai County and Athol, Lord, and, and just Plummer and all the surrounding areas. So we say you are welcome into this place. Speak to us now in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. in just about a week, we celebrate something that was absolutely historically changed everything in the entire world it's called Resurrection Sunday where death was defeated and sin was defeated. The way, the truth, and the life was revealed. Life absolutely changed. Salvation came. Redemption came. All these things we celebrate. I mean, it is the most amazing news. Today we celebrate this thing called Palm Sunday. It was a moment when Jesus and a Lots of people were coming into Jerusalem for an amazing feast. The feast was a huge feast called Passover, and they were coming into there. And I just want to read from Luke kind of to lay out what it looked like, if you'll follow with me. Uh, Luke 19, 34 through 40 says this, and they said, the Lord has need of it. What is he talking about there? Talking about a colt of a donkey. They brought it to Jesus and, look, throwing their cloaks on the colt, <clears throat> they set Jesus on it. And as he rode along, they spread their cloaks uh, on the road. And as was drawing near, already on the way down to the Mountain Olives, the whole multitude, look at that, the whole multitude of his disciples, multitude, that wasn't just 12 disciples, everyone say multitude, it was a multitude of disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud, say that with me, loud voice. For all you kind of quiet, timid people, loud, say that with me, loud voice. With a loud voice. I mean, they were going berserk for uh, all the mighty, look at this. Why were they going loud? Why, why, why was they so excited? It says, for all the mighty 
works that they had seen. These disciples, this throng of people, multitudes and multitudes and multitudes of disciples were just shouting out because they were excited for the things that they had seen. They had personally seen Jesus do amazing things and they were celebrating. Uh, it says, goes on to say, they were saying, blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the religious folk didn't like that. And some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. <laughs> you might need to take heed to that if you have a problem with worship and praise. Ah, I'm just saying. Rebuke your disciples. Look what Jesus said. <laughs> I love this. And he answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the very stones would cry out. Another translation says, he replied, if they keep quiet, the stones along the road, can you imagine? The stones along the road would burst into cheers. Wow. I started thinking about this royal welcoming to Jesus, those shouting and praising and crying out, ushering in the very manifested presence of God. Have you ever wondered, for some reason, I just began to, it's kind of, this is kind of how I think, I began to wonder, who is the multitude of people? Who are they? Who are these? Who made up of a throng of people, multitudes of people? Who were these? We know some were disciples. We know that 12 was with them of the disciples of Jesus. Uh, well, actually, 11 had no 12 still. Three types of folks, I think, is most crowds. Number one, you have those who are standbyers. Watchers and spectators, amen. You ever notice that standing by, watching, spec? Then you have those who were the mockers, the teachers, rebuke your disciples, Jesus. And then you have those who are like us, Jesus freaks. I saw a tat on his big fat belly, it wiggled around like marmalade jelly. It took me a while to catch what it says because I had a mess of. Rhythm of his belly with my head. Jesus saves is what it raised in a typical tap to green. He stood on a box in the middle of the city and he claimed he had a dream. What will people say when they hear that I'm a Jesus freak? How many Jesus freaks do we have out there? If you're not a Jesus freak, you might get a little uncomfortable here, but that will change. That can change. What do you mean they were Jesus freaks? They were taking their clothes and throwing it on a stinking cold of a donkey. Then they were taking more clothes and throwing it on the path of the donkey. Then they were probably climbing up in palm trees and yanking down palm branches. That's why it's called, come on somebody, Palm Sunday. 
They were waving and they were going crazy. I mean, this was not an organized Fourth of July Coeur d'Alene parade. This was something spontaneous. Why? Because of what they had seen and what they had experienced and who they had walked with. God was on earth, man. Emmanuel, God with us, God in the flesh, Jesus amongst us. I mean, can you imagine? And I started thinking, who were these people? So I just went back and did a little Bible study this week. This is not a deep theological study. I just wanted to find out who are these people? Who, who had Jesus just ministered to and touched? And These people had seen the greatness of God. Well, I looked in the account of Mark right before he had been out of coming out of uh, Jericho down into Jerusalem. He had just in Mark 10, he had just met a guy named, I love his name, Blind Bartimaeus. Say, say that with me. Blind Bartimaeus. Let me read the account. 46 through 49 of Mark. Now they came to Jericho and he went out of Jericho with his disciples and look, look, a great multitude. Blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. He wasn't just a blind man, he was a beggar. He was begging and he was blind. Think about that for a minute. And when he heard that Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out, and say, Jesus, Jesus, son of David, have mercy upon me. The, the guy had to be loud because look what the him said to him. Then they warned him to be quiet. Oh, you, you shut up, you old fool, begging blind man. Jesus, this is Jesus, man. You, this is Jesus, bro. You know who you're trying to stop? This is Jesus. This miracle man. I mean, Jesus, sh shut up. <laughs> I love blind Bartimaeus. <laughs> I got a little blind Bartimaeus in me. <laughs> Look what They warned him to be quiet, but he cried out all the more. Let's take it to another decimal. Jesus! Sunday! Look what, look what that cry did. Jesus is walking down the road with the multitude, and he heard that cry, and it was like, it stood, can you imagine stopping God? Just stopped him in his foot. Some of you mothers, you've heard a cry from your kids before, and you're like, that's just not whiny, whiny, whiny. That's a cry. I need to go see what's going on with my, my children. Jesus stopped in his foot. Prince and says, so Jesus stood still and commanded him to call, to be called. And when they called the blind man, saying to him, Be of good cheer, rise, he is calling you. Verses 50 through 52. And throwing, I can just see blind bars, man. Jesus is calling me. Yeah, you guys might have to leave me a little bit. And the Bible says, Throwing his garment, he arose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said to him, What do you want? 
me to do for you? I love Jesus. He, I mean, he asked some cool questions. He asked some cool questions, you know. Clark, probably about a year ago, Clark, what do you want me to do for you? Clark's struggling with cancer and then heal me. Huh? Did you say heal me, G uh, Jesus, Clark? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Then Jesus said to him, look, look what he said. So Jesus answered, what do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabbi, that I may receive my sight. They kind of use a different word there, kind of Rabboni, teacher. Then Jesus said to him, look at this. Go your way. Your faith has made you well. Now, don't, don't, don't miss this. Understand what I'm talking about right now. Who is in the parade? Who is in the parade? Who is the ones throwing their clothes down and cutting out palms? Look, look what it says. And immediately received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. Are you feeling that for a moment? <laughs> Jesus, I don't know where you're going. But I'm following you because I have seen the great things that you have. He didn't see them. He'd only heard them, but now he sees them. And he follows Jesus. And then I looked in the book of John. Who did Jesus just, the account of John, who did Jesus just interact with in John? Can somebody say, Lazarus? Oh, come on, go with me a little bit this morning. Okay, Lazarus. Let me read a little bit about Lazarus. Jesus waits till Lazarus is good and dead. I mean, that brother, good. And we want to make sure that brother is ripe, good, and dead. We're going to wait. Let's wait a little longer. Make sure they understand what is about to happen. Let's make sure he's good and dead. Now let's go. He, he shows up there with the disciples Mary and Martha, like you can imagine, are having a meltdown. Mary's having a meltdown and said, Lord, if you had been here. And look what Jesus says. I love this. I, it is so uh, an amazing scripture for the, for the time of, of Easter and Resurrection Sunday coming up. Jesus says this cold red. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. That, that's for somebody in here today, that you need to know Jesus, you need to get right with Christ, you, you, you may have walked away from him, I'm going to tell you in about 20 minutes in advance, you're going to have an opportunity to meet Jesus today in a very personal way, amen. And he goes on to say, and whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do, oh, that's a beautiful promise. See, God cannot lie, you guys. He can't lie. If, 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 if I say that this, this stage right here is purple, no, let's get even further away from that. I say this stage right here is pink, I'd be lying. But if Jesus says it's red, you know what's going to happen? It's going to turn red. He can't lie. Whatever he says is going to happen. He says right here, look what he said. He can't lie. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Do you believe that today? Ask your neighbor, do you believe that? 
Ask you another neighbor. Ask three or four neighbors. Do you believe? You might, you might be, that neighbor might be the one that needs to hear that today. Jesus walks up to the tomb after like three days. I don't know. I don't know if the guy was embalmed. It wouldn't even matter with Jesus, but I don't know. He walks up to the tomb, and I love, Je- I love Jesus because he's, I can't say he's loud like me. I can say I'm loud like him. And he says, Lazarus, come forth. Y'all remember Thriller? One of the first MTV videos I'd ever seen, you know what I'm saying? How many of y'all remember that? (laughs) Stuff hanging all over them. Lazarus was kind of like that. He still had, you know, grave clothes. They said, hey, come on, set him free. And those around him begin to pick it off. I don't know, but I can only imagine Lazarus was in that big parade. Can you imagine looking over and you're like, dude. I mean, everybody heard about Lazarus. Bro, I thought you were dead. Oh, my goodness. You got Lazarus on this side, and then everybody knew blind beggar. You know, Bartimaeus. You got blind Bart on the right. You're there. Hosanna! 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 To the, I got a dead man on my left. I got a blind man on my right. I'm, I don't, what, what's going on? I mean, can you imagine? Huh? That's why they were saying, Hosanna! Hosanna in the highest! Save us! Save us! Because they had been saved! Oh, blind Bartimaeus and Lazarus. Then I went to the next book of the Bible. The guy's name is Dr. Luke. The account of Dr. Luke, Jesus, you, you should look all, if you, if you doubt this, just go, go in the Gospels and look right before the triumphant entry, and you're going to see these different areas where Jesus had just encountered time-wise. I don't know exactly the time-wise, but he had just had these encounters pretty close before he went into the triumphal entry. And this one was Dr. Luke, and I love the guy that he just had just invaded into his life. The guy's name is Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was short. I like that. <laughs> I visited somebody in the hospital this week. Walked in there, and they've been to the church before. One of the first things they said was, I thought you were taller than that. <laughs> And you know what's weird is that, that that's not the first time people have said that. I'm like, I'm about five foot six and a half. Must be the stage. I don't know. Zacchaeus was a short guy. Think about it for a minute. He was a tax collector. He was a chief tax collector. And he was a rich chief tax collector he was pretty much scum of the earth can you imagine the rejection that he had been faced the hatred the 
anger. The, I mean, the, the brother probably didn't have a friend in the world. I, I don't know that for, for a fact. That's just kind of how my brain plays out these scenarios and stories. I mean, think about how many of you in love with taxes, right? Just yesterday, I was talking to someone on the phone, and he said, man, I, yesterday, I just was frustrated doing my taxes, right? This guy's a chief rich tax collector, and I, I want to read a little bit of this outcast and rejected and probably hated human being. Watch the encounter. I want to let you know how Jesus changes a man, just melts their heart like wax. Just like Andy was saying, Moses, Paul, Peter, the encounter. Look, look at this encounter this morning. And he sought to see Jesus, who was Jesus was, but he could not because the crowd, for he was of short stature. So he ran ahead and climbed into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was going to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said to him, look what Jesus does. Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must stay at your house. Can you, just, just for a minute, can you imagine the impact that has on this man? Can you, can, can you imagine Jesus coming to you? Hey, hey, Zacchaeus, no, no, knows his name. Zacchaeus, we, we're going to go to your house today. I mean, this guy... You know, up to this point, he probably didn't have too many friends. And, and Jesus seeks him out, goes on to say, look, 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 look. Zacchaeus, make haste. Come down today. I must stay at your house. So he made haste, came down, and received him joyfully. But when they saw it, it's always about they, they all complained, saying, he's gone to be with a guest, with a man who is a sinner. I'm so glad that Jesus goes after sinners. Amen. How about you? How many sinners we have in the house? Just being honest. If you come to play church, you came to the wrong place. Then Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, I'll give half of all my... Just the change of a man's heart. Just how husbands, if you want your, your wife to change... Get her in the presence of God. Wives, you want your husband to change. Get him in the presence of God. Man, I tell you, you just get in the presence of God. He begins to change your heart, your thinking, everything about you. Oh my, you can't stay the same. Look, Lord, I'll give half of all my goods to the poor. And if I've taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I'll restore fourfold. I think that you would find that type of restoration, I think, in the book of Leviticus. And Jesus said to him, today, salvation. Hosanna! Hosanna! I can just hear Zacchaeus right there. The Hosanna! Today, salvation has come to this house because he also is a son of Abraham. Look, and then you see the mission statement of Jesus' entire. For the Son of Man, Luke 10, 19. For the Son of Man, he comes to seek and save 
that which was lost. Zacchaeus thought he was seeking Jesus. Zacchaeus wasn't seeking Jesus. You wasn't seeking Jesus. Jesus was seeking you. If you're here today and you're like, oh, I just came because my mama dragged me to church. Hey, Jesus is seeking you out. He's the one that seeks out the souls of a man. There's no coincidence. God's brought you here for such a time as this. He's the one that seeks and saves. And he raised up 12 other search and rescuers to be those who will seek and save. And that, that mission that was on Jesus is mine and your mission even to this day. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. Make disciples. Oh, I'm so glad somebody preached the gospel to me. When I was jacked up, I wanted to grab them by their little chicken neck. Because when you preach the gospel, it releases faith inside of someone. When you preach the gospel, it puts hope inside of them that you can live forever, that you can be forgiven, that you can have a brand new start. That's the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, change lives. I bet you if I was a betting man, Zacchaeus was part of that parade. Zacchaeus was one of those, Hosanna, blind Bartimaeus, Hosanna, Lazarus, Hosanna. I mean, this is a, a motley crew in this Hosanna parade, isn't it? <laughs> Dead man, blind man, chief shortcut, sawed off, rich tax collector man. This is a, how'd you think that parade would look? And then I went to Matthew, and Matthew, in the account of Matthew right before as he was coming out of Jericho going into Jerusalem, I won't go into this story, but it just simply talks about two other blind men, Matthew 20, verse 34, and it says, so Jesus had compassion. Will you say that with me, compassion? I love that he had, he's, Jesus is moved with compassion. You'll see that more than one time in the scripture where he's moved, he looks upon people, he, he sees your brokenness, your, your pain. He's moved with compassion. Jesus came to heal the broken. He's close to the brokenhearted. He's compassionate. His mercies, they fell not. His compassion, his mercies are new every morning. Great is your steadfast, great is your love, oh God. Jesus had compassion and look what he did. He touched their eyes. And look what happened. And immediately their eyes received sight. But don't, don't, don't miss this. Don't, 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 don't miss this. You want to know who's in the parade? And they followed him. <laughs> I can't prove it. But if I was a blind beggar that had been healed, I would have been in the parade. If I was a short, rich tax collector taking advantage of and he came and saved me, I would have been in the parade. If I was dead, stinking up the place for three days, and he come and shout at me out of the tomb, jail! I would have been in the parade. If I'd have been one of these two blind men, all blind all my life, and he came and healed me, you better believe I'd have been in the parade. I'd have been out there, hey, with my pom-poms, baby. <laughs> Hosanna! 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 Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Save me! 
would you have been in the parade? How many of you would have been in the parade? How many of you can relate to somebody in this story today? Probably today. We might have some standbyers in here. I hope not. Some spectators. I hope not. I hope we don't have the mockers. Oh, Jesus. Tell them to shh. rebuke them, Jesus. I can't. You see those rocks right there? They're going to cry out if I, re- if I stop them. Can you imagine rocks going, Woo, Hosanna! <laughs> oh, it can happen. Don't, don't even think. We limit God. We, his ways are not our ways. His thoughts. We limit. We put. You know what, you know what the Bible says about those that came out of Egypt? And they constantly did not remember the power of God. They constantly, re, they constantly limited the God of Israel. You constantly limit. Come on. God will kick out of your box. You didn't vote him in. He's not Republican. He's not Democrat. He's not independent. Oh, he's independent. But he don't need your vote. You ain't going to vote him out. He can do whatever he wants to do. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not his. If he wants rocks to dance around and praise and shout, he will make rocks dance around and praise. There was a rock that followed, the Bible says. The rock followed Paul, Jesus. Come on, follow. Oh, I can't go there today. I don't think we have standbyers and critical mockers. I think we have Jesus freaks. How many Jesus freaks? Hosanna! Will you be part of the procession in 2016 this week and bringing Jesus into our city? Would you be, I know this family over here, they're search and rescuers. Would you be spiritual search and rescuers? Would you carry on the mission? Would you carry on the mission of seeking and saving that which was lost? He's handed, he raised up 12 disciples to be search and rescuers. He calls you and I to carry on that mission. If we miss a generation, man, we could really impact our world forever. This week, do not pray for a divine appointment. Be the divine appointment. Be wherever you are, whoever you might. Don't pray about it anymore. You don't need to ask God if it's his will. It is his will. He desires none should perish. And guess who he wants to use? Fat Christians. Faithful, available, and trainable. Would you be fat this, this week? Would you be with me? Would you be ones that will invite him? Let me, let me kind of close with this scripture, Matthew 21, 9. And the crowds that went before him and that followed him were shouting, Hosanna, 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 Hosanna in the highest, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Another definition of Hosanna, of course, it means save me, but it also means 
exclamation and adoration in a deep, deep way of showing your love to someone. Would you stand to your feet as we sing Hosanna, Hosanna? Would you just sing, would you right now from your heart, from your faith, would you sing it out as, as Seth leads us into Hosanna? Pray with me right now. Father, I just thank you that you're here right now. You're moving. You're touching lives. Ah, we don't pray like you're a distance because you're right here closer than our breath, closer neighbor next to us. Father, you're more alive than the heartbeat in our, in our chest. God, you're here right now. And Father, we want to be ones that will usher you in to our city this week.